Welcome to 7-Minute Torah, an exploration of the weekly Torah portion with me, Rabbi Micah Streifer. If you enjoy this podcast, please feel free to subscribe or comment or share it with a friend. Okay, ready for the best matzah jokes I could find? Here we go, temper your expectations. Why did the matzah quit his job? Because he couldn't get a raise. Hold on, there's more. Why did the matzah go to the doctor? Because he started feeling crummy. Why did the matzah rob the bank? Because he needed the dough. Wait, here's the best one. What do you call someone who derives pleasure from the bread of affliction? The answer? A matzakist. Thank you. Thank you, I'll be here all week. Literally, I'm actually not going anywhere. With Pesach about to begin, we might all have matzah on the brain. And that's probably why I noticed the matzah that was tucked away in this week's completely non-Passover-related Torah portion. We're reading this week from the Parsha that's called Sav, which is the second portion in the book of Leviticus. Now, Sav continues largely what we were reading last week, which is descriptions and instructions for how the priests were supposed to perform the sacrifices in the ancient temple. More specifically, the Mishkan, the portable sanctuary in the desert, but it's really also talking about the way sacrifice was performed in the temple. So we get here information on how the priests were supposed to do the olah, the burnt offering, the mincha, which is the grain offering, and by the way, to this day, that's still the name of the afternoon service, the mincha service. And we have a chatat and an asham, which are both offerings that have to do with forgiveness or atonement from sin. And then something called a zevach shlamim, a sacrifice of well-being. This is a sacrifice that you would bring out of thanks or out of free will, simply wanting to be grateful for something. I actually did last year's podcast on the zevach shlamim, so if you're interested, please feel free to go check it out. After that, what we read at the end of the Parsha is what you might call the initiation of formal worship, that is to say, The temple and the priests themselves are actually formally anointed, washed and clothed in their special clothing, and then ordained as priests so that they can begin to perform this this sacrificial worship on behalf of all the Israelites. The sacrifices that we're talking here are not specific to holidays. They were performed every day. There was always an olah, a burnt offering. There was always a mincha, a grain offering. And the free will offerings would be offered whenever somebody brought them. So these are not holiday-related and certainly not Pesach-related, which might make it a little surprising what you read here in chapter 6 about the grain offering. It says, What is left of it, that is to say the part that wasn't burned up on the altar, shall be eaten by Aaron and his sons. Those are the priests. Matzot te'achel b'makom kadosh. They shall eat it as matzot, as matzah, as unleavened bread in the makom kadosh, in the sacred precinct. So we might have thought that matzah was a Passover food. And of course, matzah is a Passover food. But it turns out that matzah is also associated with the daily sacrifices that were made in the ancient temple, particularly this mincha sacrifice, this daily grain offering, which was ultimately cooked up and eaten by the priests in the form of matzah. Now, it won't surprise you to learn that the commentators want to know why. Why were the priests eating matzah? 
And one answer comes from the Kliyakar, Rabbi Ephraim Lunchitz, who was the rabbi of Prague in the early 17th century. He writes the following, The Kohen, the priest's portion of the meal offering, is always matzah, which has an aspect of holiness since it is devoid of leaven. In other words, there's something inherently holy about unleavened bread. And I'm not talking about the fact that matzah has little holes in it. Yes, thank you. At any rate, by the same token, he seems to imply that there is something inherently unholy about leavened bread. So what's unholy about leavened bread? And I I ask this with all seriousness as a bread lover. The Kliakar explains later in his commentary. He says, Matzah needs to be eaten in a sacred place because it itself is also holy of holies. It is also Kodesh Kodeshim in that it lacks leaven, which is the symbol of the evil inclination that profanes a human being's holiness. So this particular commentator is seeing leavened bread as a symbol for our human tendency to do... We might say selfish things or things that aren't nice for our very human capacity to hurt others. Some of the other commentators are actually even a little more explicit by saying that chametz, that leavened bread which is puffed up, is a symbol for human pride. Our pride puffs us up, so to speak, and makes us less able to see others' perspectives. So maybe that's the reason that the priests are required to eat matzah every day as a reminder that their job is to serve others, that as community leaders, they need to be able to take other people's perspectives. It's a nice tradition. Not that I'm suggesting we eat matzah every day. That might wreak havoc with some of our stomachs. But there is something to the idea of having a daily reminder of our responsibility to serve each other, to make the world better for others, whether it be a mantra or a prayer ritual or, heck, if you want to have a piece of matzah every day, go for it. Either way, the point is we are all part of and dependent on community on a bunch of levels, the level of family living together, the level of school or workplace, the level of congregation or friendships, and at the level of the worldwide human community. We are all responsible for each other, and we are all responsible to each other. No person lives as an island. That's part of what it means to be human. And we are mostly stronger and better off when we live our lives with gratefulness and responsibility, with a sense of gratefulness that we do have the support and the interconnectedness that we have, as imperfect as it sometimes is, and also with a sense of our own responsibility to ensure that others have that support and interconnectedness and the resources that they need, whether it be by giving to the poor or by reaching out to a lonely person or by fighting for the rights of oppressed peoples in faraway places. Matzah is a reminder that it's not just me on this planet, that we are all in this together, and that we need each other to be at our best. That's true at holiday times like this one, and it's true every day of our lives. So for those of us who are about to celebrate Pesach, may it be a festive and celebratory holiday season, and maybe the matzah will taste just a little sweeter this year, because we read this parsha. Maybe. I'm not making any promises. Have a great week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to 7-Minute Torah. 
If you enjoyed this program, please leave a review or a comment, and please pass it on to a friend. You can also subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Have a great week.